Hugs. It's the latest episode of The Ugly Truth. Today, I tell Paula about producer Dub and I going out to dinner for the first time in months. It was not without its awkward moments, of course. I have a suggestion for Paula finding a new boyfriend. It's Home Depot. This and our spray tanning, ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? I didn't say I was perfect. I fuck up a lot. Paula? I have hair in my butt crack that I need to pull out. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 472. It's a nice low register. Calming. Calming. It's my my ASMR UG. Ah. When people do. Should I be crinkling paper now like my hair? Yeah. My nails. I can't do it. I have my filter I can't do it either. (laughs) Sorry. God, we're the worst AMSR people. I don't even know what ASMR is. Was it A... I don't even know what it stands for. I've recently learned about the ASMR thing because I guess there are actually podcasts, like five-minute podcasts, where they only do ASMR. I saw this girl once. Well, the kids made me watch it. God. <laughs> it was on YouTube. I want to say it was like 20 minutes long. They thought it was hilarious because oh. she looked so weird. And oh. she was doing all these things. Like, she was clanking her nails on things. And she was, like, unscrewing jar lids. It's and- like the sound is soothing. Is that what it is? It's a soothing. Just making these different sounds. These really clean cutting sounds that people think, oh, that sounds so good. I guess like white noise, but with like real things. It's she almost did a lot of things with her nails. And that's almost like a kink, isn't it? <laughs> well, they were showing it to me. They were young, but I'm just like, this is some freak nasty shit. And so I can just picture some guy laying in his bed jerking off. Oh, and then, yeah. And then thinking to take a nap. But Ew, with I, in, in and I'm shame. Just like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I don't think it's her noises that, you know, that go on for 20 minutes. I think he jerks off and then falls asleep listening to her fucking nails. I would say the cleavage with her tapping her fingers on that board is what what's doing it for someone. And they're going to bang one out and then they're going to start crying in shame and sleep in the refractory period. Okay. Well, for starters, it was also a YouTube and she wasn't ugly and she had these very long, Mm -hmm. like flesh colored nails. And so I was Mm. just like, that's a that's a category, I'm sure. Yeah, that's what i was thinking probably a new one and uh-huh. i think that's why it had like freaking 10 million views uh, that's and a lot of that's like, a lot of masturbating <laughs> well i was just thinking i'm like good for you girl good well for, for sure smart you know just sitting there with your nails uh i yeah, can get my nails done like, and, and bang boards that'd be easy tuna can lid and, sure you know a jar no problem i have all of those things at home i could easily do that for money that reminds me of the time stephanie and i were gonna sell a. Uh, Underwear? Old socks on eBay. No, we were never going to do the underwear. Oh, you're going to just do socks? We were just going to do socks. But Stephanie's like, we have to take pictures of our, like, socks. Leg hands? Yes, our leg hands in the socks. And I'm just no. like, I think that's what deterred us from doing it. God. Okay, so before we get to our first subject, we got a letter. I wanted to read it to you. I'm loving you guys sending letters about feedback about the show. Like, I legit think it's fun. And I will read them every time you send them. So if you don't want me to say your name, just don't say your name. But I'm going to. This one's really cute. It's from Kaylee. She says, okay, I just listened to Ugly Truth and had to pull over because the same type of funeral situation happened with my sister and me at our grandma's funeral. (gasps) 
a oh horrific, a horrid version of Ave Maria that my uncle insisted on. My sister and I took one look at each other and started laughing with no sound to the point of tears. <laughs> People behind us came up to us after the service and mentioned how upset we both were. <laughs> We laughed about it again afterwards because we grew up with Gallo's humor, too. Thank you for the memory jog. <laughs> oh, funny. I know. Oh, my God. Now I know. You know what? Not surprising. I mean, you know, the kind of people we attract to this show. <laughs> God, you know what? I wonder if we could, like, get a website dedicated to, like, funeral humor. <gasps> like, uh, well, that might be kind of sick, but. By the way, I, I don't remember. Oh, when I was looking at, I was doing some research on gallows humor because I was like, what is the actual definition? You know, and I was looking at all this stuff and it's basically joking around in what's seemingly a hopeless situation, <laughs> which is like my life, our lives. So that's why we crack jokes all the time. But then I came across a dead baby Reddit. It's like dark. It became dark humor. And there's a lot of like dead baby jokes or holocaust jokes and stuff like that and it's dark shit i mean i would never repeat it in mixed company but i did read them and kind of laugh at some of them but not all of them just some of them i do have some kind of moral compass like victor said he told me because he says when he's overseas like during deployments and stuff he says they have really dark sense of humor oh yeah he's like you kind of have to sure it's a coping you, you see some really bad shit and so he's just like sometimes their sense of humor gets like real real bad and somebody finally goes you know what shane that was a little over the line no never <laughs> happens never oh, happens really and so sometimes the things like i joke about with him or i tell him or you know i'll be like hey guess what you know and i'll just do that he's like god Paula he's just like <laughs> if I didn't know better I would have sworn you've been to like Iraq or something <laughs> well I mean haven't we I mean have we not I mean my god we've been to war you know hey, you know that's really funny that he said that you know why because when Daryl and I are conversing and I'll mention my sisters about what I, or you know what in all the time but he'll say you guys aren't really sisters and I'm like excuse me he goes you guys are like <laughs> veterans We're like, like war buddies. veterans <laughs> He goes, that's what you are. All four of you have, have somehow turned into these grizzled war veterans that only each other would understand your plight. And that's why you're so tight. It's true. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. But that's all right. I mean, when dad beat us so bad that we, no, we start laughing. And then we laugh. Remember that time he took our dog and threw it across the room by its ears and we. And we were so happy when she ran back in the house. We're like, Tabby! <laughs> But she God. just had that funny limp, but eventually it went away. Oh, Remember? my God. We were so relieved. God. Yeah. Actually, she looks really cute because she just got a haircut. Oh, my but God. But she lost the pink bow. That's okay. <laughs> but then we found it in the front yard later when we were riding our bikes. You guys! The pink bow! <laughs> and then, Allison, then we put it in Allison's hair, and then she's like, I don't want to wear this. You know what? I was thinking about that because, I mean, when you think about some of the things that we would quote unquote play you were a baby but we used to kill <laughs> allison's dolls all the time oh well by the time i was old enough to remember green beans i mean she had holes in the side of her head she had mm -hmm. bruises she looked like a domestic violence <laughs> doll with a shaved head and she should have been on the autopsy table the last time we killed green beans and we had a funeral for her and matthew was her husband <laughs> and he had to mourn and mom I mean, she... well, you said she was doing the dishes and then she looked out the window and she's like, hey, what are you guys doing? 
<laughs> and, and then Allison's all, and Allison, who was very young, and she's like, Mom, Green Beans has died. And she's like, What? She's like, We're having a funeral. Oh my God. She's like, You make your sister's doll alive immediately. God. It was, we're like, And ta da! She's resurrected. Hooray. Oh, well, God. I remember looking at Olivia's tablet and I saw her, Malia, and Ryan in the backyard. And I saw a rock with little rocks surrounding it. And on the <laughs> rock, it said RIP. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And they're just like, uh, it was like our grasshopper or our praying mantis or whatever. It died. I'm like, you guys had a funeral in the backyard. It was at your house. Yes. And I'm like, where were we? And she's like, you guys were inside talking. And so I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, again, woefully and inside. But get this. And I'm like, I'm like, who did this? She's like, it was Malia's idea. <laughs> I know. I funeralize everything. Everything that dies in this house gets a proper burial. That's probably where she got it. It was Oh, I'm sure. You know. Out of respect, Paula, for the creatures. Okay. Anyway, I thought that was really sweet. Thank you for writing in, Kaylee. I appreciate it. So last week was Daryl's birthday. And right when his the week that he had his birthday, all the restaurants are slowly opening up in Napa specifically. And so we were able to snag a reservation at one of our favorite restaurants in Yountville, which is Bottega. And they, you know, guaranteed social distancing and all that other stuff. I said, yeah, let's go. So we went and we were all by ourselves in a little alcove in front of a fountain, completely separate from any other diners. You know, everybody was real separate. There was probably like maybe 20 or 30 patrons. It was real Hmm. sparse because they were keeping everybody really far apart. I have to tell you, that can stay around forever, by the way. Yeah, really. There is nothing better than having privacy when you're having a dinner. I mean, you know, we've seen, you know, in New York or other real big cities, you're shoulder to shoulder with other people. Yeah. Like, there's no privacy. So God forbid you're going to have a serious discussion. You better not, because everyone's going to hear you. But now everyone's super far apart. You can have whatever discussions you want. It was great. And so that part was amazing. Um, we got a waiter, Don, and Don was our waiter a couple of times before, like a year or two ago. Wait, Don as in a boy's name? Yes, D O N. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Yes, not and like he, like the soap. Okay. No, 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 not like the, not like not not Don liquid soap. Don like just Don Draper from Mad Men. So here's what's funny: he shows up, and I remember him. And the reason I remember him is he looks like Tyrese. <laughs> He's really cute. Really, really handsome. Does he have like the hoop earrings and everything? He has little teeny little gauges. <gasps> He's real good looking. And so what I also remembered about him the last time was, and producer Deb knows all this. This is not secret because we talked about it because he smelled really, really good. And he had oh a God. huge, big gold watch on the last time. And I just remember going, wow, that looks really nice. So he shows up and he's like, hi, I'm Don. I'll be taking care of you today. Thank you for coming in. You know, all this all new stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is so amazing. Thank you. And I remembered him. I didn't remember his name, but I remembered him. You're like, hi, Tyrese. He's like, no, my name is Don. Oh, yeah. Your opponent next to me. He remembered us and he goes, oh, I remember you guys. And we're like, I'm like, you do? And I go, actually, I go, I remember you too. You're not wearing the gold watch this time. He goes, no, it was too clunky. It was getting everything. So now he has this really nice slim watch on. And so 
he leaves to get to you know, get our cocktails. Reverend Gerald looks at me kind of dead eye. He's like, <laughs> kind of like, what are you doing? <laughs> he's like, he's like, wonder why he remembers us. I'm like, I don't know. Why do you think he remembers us? I go, did you tip well? I'm sure that's what it was. And he said, well, it was it was fine. But I mean, I don't remember what I tipped, but I'm sure it was fine. Was Tits McGee on assignment that night? Tits McGee was in full four force. <laughs> yes, she was there. And so I said, no, I said, I think I know why he remembers us, though, because the last time we were we had him as our server, you made the foolish attempt to try to order for me. And I hadn't even decided what I wanted yet. And so I don't mind men ordering for me if it feels comfortable, like it's a natural thing, like maybe it's really busy and it's just easier to get one person just order and get it over with. But I usually order for myself. And so he was attempting to order for me as if he would knew what I wanted. And I said, whoa, don't order for me. And Don was standing right there when it happened this the first time. And he's like, oh, sorry. And so he turns to Derry. He goes, we should just let the lady order for the rest of the evening. And it was kind of a joke. You know, we were all joking about it. And so I did. I ultimately ordered everything for the rest of the evening. And then we gave him a really big fat tip because it was really fun. So he remembered us from that. It wasn't me. It was just the situation was really unique because we, you know, when I'm involved or if any of us are involved, it's memorable. So and you're against uh, your anti-man ordering for you. Not always. Like I said, sometimes it's, if it's appropriate, I'm cool with it because I know it's See, very old fashioned. I find it very sexy for a man to order for me. Exactly. It is. If I've agreed to what I'm, you know, like if I already said, oh, I think I'm going to have this and this is how I want. It. And if it just feels like that's the natural progression, then I'm cool with it. I actually had someone order for me when I, we went to a restaurant and believe it or not, it was a first date. Oh, I, I just, I felt completely out of my element. The menu was in a different language and they're just like, well, what do you like to drink? And you know, I'm not, I'm not a big drinker. They're like, well, do you like wine? I'm like, not usually when you do, do you like red or white? And I'm just like, I ah, usually white. And they're mm-hmm. like, okay, I know what you like. So oh. they came over, they were speaking different languages, Oh, ordered me a glass of wine and then they're just like, well, what kind of food do you like? Or do you like spicy? Do you like this? Do you like that? And so just asked me a bunch of questions. Waitress came back, spoke different languages, took the menus. Next thing I knew, I had food in front of me. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, I guess I'm eating this. Did you appreciate that whole thing? Uh, we made it out in the car for like an hour. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So it was a turn on for you. Well, actually, he reordered me a second glass of wine. That's why we made it out in the car for oh. a whole hour. So. <laughs> no, but but in certain circumstances, it's totally fine. And Daryl has absolutely ordered for me at the table before. But, you know, for me, I mean, I it can go either way. But I, you know, unfortunately for Daryl, he doesn't know which way it's going to go until it occurs. So it just so happened that day I did not want him ordering for me, apparently. And right. and the server remembered us from that, which I thought was funny. I mean, he didn't say that, but that's that's what I recall. I'm sure that's what it was. I'm sure that made Daryl feel like a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I even remember saying, I'm like, look, I'm not trying to emasculate you or anything, but you know, you don't even know what I He's want. He's like, don't, don't worry. Mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Hey, I didn't say I was perfect. I fuck up a lot. So anyway, it was this really nice meal. And of course, because we were over by this little fountain, it was getting kind of dark. We had a candlelight and all that stuff. Of course, on cue... A frog decides to show its presence. What? Is right it outdoors? When, yes, because we're, oh, yeah, we're outside. Oh, yeah, you said it was by a, what, wait, a waterfall? A fountain, or a, a, fountain oh, okay. a little fountain. Okay. Yeah, it was outside. Okay. And so I was like, I don't know of any waterfalls in Napa or Bodega <laughs> no. or whatever you guys No, 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 it was a fountain. So. 
And then, of course, right on cue, here comes a frog, not hopping, walking on all four legs. And I was like, what is that? And at first I thought it was a rodent. And then I turned and I said, oh, it's a frog. And then it saw me see him. And then it started to hop like a normal. And I'm oh, like, what? Jeez. And I said, it's coming towards us. We need to get out of here. <laughs> like, I can't deal with this freaking. Throw your napkin at it. Animals. Well, it wasn't that close. Um, anyway, it was a really fun evening. And, you know, it was weird, though, because we didn't realize it had been like four months since we'd been out to dinner. It was weird. Oh my God. It was so weird. What about your anniversary? Oh, you mean my birthday? Yeah. Yeah, but that was different. That was different. <laughs> okay. We because it was it wasn't like there weren't patrons around. We literally had this whole oh, place for ourselves okay. and yeah, it was so different. That that didn't count. Well, in the sense in the traditional sense of going and having a hostess seat you and having, you know, it was just a it was a had been a really long time and so it was kind of felt kind of weird. Yeah, 4 months is a long time. Well, for, you know, not for everybody, but for us it was and so <laughs> You know, it was weird. Not for, for not for commoners, but for people like us. <laughs> That's not what I meant. You know, it's a big part God, of our such a snoot. I am not. I am not. <laughs> people go out to dinner all the time. It's just that we hadn't because we go out like once a week. We were going out to dinner. So I anyway. understand. I guess there's just no way for me to dig myself out of this hole. It's just it is what it is. So no, you're, a, you're, a, you're an uptight suburbanite bitch. I am not. <laughs> shut your face. Give me a break. Hey, you uh, shut your face. You just shut your. I hear you talk. I'll shut my head up your ass and kiss you like a puppet. Shut your flapping lips, Lisa. <laughs> okay, so really, I, I had an observation yesterday that I had to share with you because when you're ready to really get out there and go on the prowl, I have a oh, suggestion good. for you. Oh, good. I can't wait to hear this one. So you need to get into home projects, whether it's learning how to lay tile or sprinklers or replacing a sink or a toilet, any kind of home projects. What about laying pipe? Sure. You need to do it. And because it will require you to go to Home Depot and get assistance in departments because you're not going to know everything there is to know. And it's not the Home Depot workers per se. It's just that you will be staying. You will be there for an extended period of time. You won't just be walking in, buying something and walking out. You'll be meandering basically Daryl and I, you know, he's he's off this week, and so we're doing a lot of home projects, and so he's fixing some sprinklers and stuff like that. So we were at Home Depot, and I started to grow bored because I, I can only look at sprinklers for so long before I start to wander off. Oh, my God. How many sprinklers are there? A lot, but it also, you know how it is when you own a home or whatever. You go to Home Depot, and you get the thing you think you need. You go back, and you're like, this isn't the only thing I needed. I needed something else. And you go back to Home Depot four times a day before you finally get everything you need. Yeah, that's true. He just wanted to make sure we had everything before we left because we did not want to come back. So anyway, I'm like, oh, I'm bored with this. So I start wandering around the store. Paula, no less than like six dudes. And they weren't ugly dudes. They were good-looking dudes. And they were contractors... They were plumbers, electricians, like legit commercial workers and very, very attractive. And I mean, I thought, shit, if I if I get the looks of these guys, Paula's going to score here, like hardcore score in Home Depot. You need to go to Home Depot, but you have to have a project. You can't just show up and go, well, I don't know what I'm doing here. Like you need to have a project that you're working on at home 
and that will require you to be at the store for more than 10 minutes and you will no doubt come home with a couple of digits. There's no doubt in my mind. You want me to be with some guy whose ass crack hangs out? These guys were so attractive. These are not your stereotypical okay, in the movie. These guys get old and they get like arthritic. All men get old. Get bad backs and complain, and then they end up coming home and drinking beer. I see. And... I see. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were willing to give up your VP professional man who wears suits for he you know, wear the guy suits? with like hands that feel like sandpaper. These guys did not look like that. And first of all, I wasn't trying to find you a husband. I'm just saying. You, if you said want to... when I'm ready to get out there. What yes. does that mean? Are you ready to get out there now? Do you want to go get laid? Okay. There's a difference between ready to get out there and just to go get laid. Am I missing the vo- vocabulary? What's the difference? If you want to get laid. <laughs> Fine. If you want to get laid, Paula, go to Home Depot with a project. Maybe you want to retile something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'll just walk around with like a open smoke detector and <laughs> or or like a wrench or something sure whatever all i'm saying is that if guys are looking at me they will definitely be interested in you see this is the part that makes me sad is you know with changing professions i'll no longer be in like the skirts and stilettos anymore now i'll be wearing scrubs some guys like scrubs they think they're sexy <sighs> I think they look dopey. <laughs> well, you don't have to wear them when you when you leave. Oh, no. I'll go home and change and then put in skirts and high heels. Oh, what do you do for a living? I'm a surgical technician. <laughs> <laughs> I wear scrubs. So why are you dressed like this? Why You're being particularly funny? hard on me today, young lady. I'm sorry. I just got off my period. Jesus. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. There are cute boys at Home Depot. I've, I've been there before. Well, honestly, I, I was not aware because normally all I see are, you know, little old men trying to repair some kind of pipe or the older gentleman who is sick of being retired and now they work at Home Depot because they need some time to fill. But this particular day, there was a whole lot of cutie pies working. See, my problem is, is I never pay attention. I just, I usually walk with looking down at my feet. I don't know why. Well, because it feels weird to be there. You know, it's not like your natural setting. Well, I think if I don't look down at my feet when I'm walking, I'll probably trip. So, or I'll hit something. And so <laughs> Get a basket. Just, well, especially at home. De- Baskets are like, walk- just, they're like I'll walkers. They're like walkers. i smash into something, but I'll smash into like a display of paint or something like that or... <laughs> Like, oops, I'm sorry. Anyway, what I'm saying is it was such an epiphany. I was like, okay, Paula definitely needs to find something to do and have to come to Home Depot on a reg because there are some real cute guys here. And I wasn't looking for long-term husbands. I'm just looking for you to just have someone play with your pickle. And this is the place. Like, oh, I'm here. I was going to paint the fence and sand my floor. I just need some assistance. I'm replacing a fence plate. Where where might I find some wood? (laughs) (laughs) I need a two by four to stick in a hole (laughs) in my fence. Yes, I have a hole that needs wood planks. I need some caulk to fill some holes. Yes, I'm in desperate need of a caulking. (laughs) I'm in desperate need of caulking. (laughs) Do you know what aisle they sell caulk here? (laughs) Oh god. You know the stuff that you squirt into holes. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what would happen if I said that to someone. (laughs) They would be like right this way (laughs) ma'am. That would be hilarious. I would want to see that happen. That is what I wonder what they would say. They'd probably be like uh... (laughs) 
Well, you'd probably get some smart ass and go, yeah, like we've never heard that before. No, if I just said it to like a random patron, kind of like the guy that I had, you know, can you close my, can you close my pocket knife? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Wow. That's interesting. knife. I've never seen that one before. This is a mighty fine (laughs) knife you have here. (laughs) This is the second most common knife on the market. I've never seen this one before. It's really interesting. God. Closed it in a snap. (laughs) Something happened a while ago and I had to give somebody my ID and I said, oh, I got carded today. He's like, you did? And I said, yes. And I go, that was weird too because it's not like I don't look 30. I mean, I don't look 100, but I definitely don't look 30. I look older. I look old enough to buy alcohol. And he's like, yeah, it's a real common practice, uh, retail or bars where they know you're old enough, but they take your ID so they get your name and your birth date and stuff like that just for, you know, when you come up again, they can say, oh, hi, Jamie. And I said, I didn't know that. I didn't either. We're so naive. Like we don't know. I what- got hit on the other day on Facebook. Mm-hmm. This guy sent me a friend request, and I'm just like, oh. I don't know this person. Huh. I sent him a message, and I'm like, Do we know each other? And he's like, No. He's all. It's actually pretty embarrassing. He's like, Just go ahead and delete the request. And I'm like, Well, <laughs> now, I'm like, Now you've got me curious. <laughs> and I'm like, What is it? And he's just like, well, he's like, you made a comment about the newness fight last night. Yeah. And he's like, I thought it was sounded pretty good. And plus, I thought you were kind of hot. So Aww. I just wanted to send you a friend request. Well, that was nice. Like, oh, that's sweet. I'm like, well, I appreciate that. I said, but you're very young and I'm, and I'm not. So I said, but thank you regardless. He's like, I'm not as young as you think. And I'm like, you look like you're about 29. He's like, well, I'm 31. I'm like, whoa, you know, like <laughs> big difference. Not much. I said, well, I'm 41 and I'm well past whatever you're encroaching on. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> you want a woman who can give you children. It's not me. Yeah. I said, I've been there, done that. Yes. Oh, that was nice, though. What a nice little compliment. And he's all, if you just give me a chance. Oh, geez. Desperate. And so I said, OK, I'm like, well, I'll tell you this much. I'm of the age where I can decide that whoever I have sex with has a massive dick <laughs> and fucks like the platinum suite. Because I can guarantee it will be the best sex they've ever had. True. I said, can you guarantee that? And he's just like, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like, I- I'm going to have to back down. There I you go. I, think I can. I said, when you're 41, I'm like, you can make those demands. That is true. I said, but I'm sure you'll find a sweet girl who you can, you'll marry and have <laughs> lots of kids with. Absolutely. Because it's so, not me, sweetie. But that's nice. I didn't mean to be a dick, but I was no. just kind of like. But you know what? You got to hear your league here, young man. First of all, sometimes you have to do that because they just will never stop. True. They they just, they're like little bulldogs. They just don't know when to stop. I told him to have a nice day and he's like, okay. Aw, he's like, thanks, mom. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, okay, so tis the season for summer. And although you aren't yet, you know, some of us are keeping our legs shorn. Oh, yeah. No, I need to change my razor blade head. Plus, it just takes so damn long. And I'm just like, you know, nobody cares here what my leg hair looks like. Unless they get really close or they touch them. And God knows that's not going to happen. So... Pablo doesn't care. <laughs> so if Pablo doesn't care, no one cares. So I don't think tanning beds and tanning salons are open yet, but there's a lot of options where you can buy sprays at, you know, at the store and spray your own legs and stuff like that. But it reminded me of <laughs> the time when our, was it you that was, you were getting married? And oh, we just, yeah. You, I thought you were talking about the time the four of us went out for drinks at the Hooky Lao. <laughs> Wait a minute. When Stephanie did her own leg tanner. <laughs> Wait, okay, tell me, tell me, remind me, please. Do you remember that? When then she got out of the car and then she looked around and she's like, oh my God, 
legs. And it was like, no, right at her ankle. And you saw these finger marks like right down by her feet. I do remember now. At her ankles. And yes. she's like, I just did a quick <laughs> lotion leg tanner because my, my legs were so ghastly white. And you just saw these like finger stretch marks like down by her ankles. I do remember. She's like, it looks so bad. We are basically incapable of doing any kind of spray tanning, whether it's professional or hand done. That's Um, why I've always done tanning beds, because I'm like, I know it's not good for you, but it looks great. (laughs) Yeah. At least you don't have weird tear marks on your thigh or whatever so the first time that made me laugh was and this has been a long arduous journey first of all we were we we were people that laid out in the sun with olive oil on our skin oh god mom's just like what are those spray marks on the deck and we're just like we put uh we put cooking oil in Mm -hmm. uh the squirt bottle like like but it was like the squirt bottle that you would use to like clean a bathroom right (laughs) like i think we used to rinse out like old bathroom squirt bottles yes and we would literally put like it wasn't even like canola oil back then it was just straight like just cooking oil like wesson oil like, exactly like wesson yes. or something like that and we'd squirt it on our body rub it you guys are gonna get skin cancer you guys are gonna <laughs> cook yourselves <laughs> that's the player i don't know I was hours just, i was just playing polymer you're nine years old why are you even putting <laughs> that on your body <laughs> God, we were the worst. And so then when you were when you were getting married, you decided we all should get a spray tan. And so we said, yeah, that sounds No, good. you uh, said <laughs> I got as a present. And oh, yes. Because you said we had a client who yes. was so nice that yes. gave us a deal yes. that they would give each of us. We got two. I we think. got two. We got two visits to get a spray tan because spray tans were kind of the new thing in Sacramento specifically, and they were one of the only few places where you could go into these nice big places and get sprayed from all angles and have a yeah, nice spray tan. It was basically like standing in like a a really big shower. Yes, yeah, even bigger. God, those things were. I, they were cavernous. It was. It was like a. It was almost like a walk-in closet. It was and dark. Why are they always so dark? I mean, it was kind of like a sauna. But anyway, it kind of felt like something that would be in an arcade. That's what I remember. I do remember, and the smell of the spray stuff has this chemically smell. Like it's like leather, but not. It was a little pungenty. I don't. It know. was. It was so we all I'm sure they've refined the process I would think I mean don't is that more misty now like I don't know it kind of felt more like you know those freaking showers they have now where you turn them on <laughs> and then like there's like jets coming out from like 12 different angles and you that feel like makes me uncomfortable it's like quantum leap <laughs> like, I'm not doing here. that it's like what is this a car wash I don't want to be in that I don't want that experience. It's so strange to me. It's like, why? Who needs to be that sprayed? But I don't then know. I hate the rain shower ones where they're like directly above your head and you just feel like yeah. you're urinated on. And I'm just like, come on! I'm like, I need jet. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta rinse my hair. <laughs> we, we we stayed at this really nice hotel in San Diego, and they had it was a rain one. And here's what was sucked about it for me: I hated it. I don't know about you, but this shower was basically open to the bedroom. Oh, you can put curtains around all the way around it. But if you don't want to, you don't have to. And so I guess producer Dub preferred not to have the curtains. Oh, 
Paula, he's so exhausting. Yes, of course he wanted it open. He's like, leave it open. He's like, why can't we leave it open? And I'm like, because I'm bathing. I don't want. I don't want to turn it my in. vagina. There's something I, sexy about that. I don't want to turn this into a sex show. I have hair in my butt crack that I need to pull out. <laughs> Jesus. Gross. I'm like, come on. I go, I don't, I don't really want to do that. And so literally I saw like an errant eye every once in a while through the thing. And I'm like, God damn it. One more glance from you, sir. And I will close this curtain. <laughs> I said, I don't want to watch you bathe. He goes, well, no one wants to watch that. And I'm like, well, I definitely don't want you to watch me. I don't want to watch. Oh, I want to look over and see the fucking goat in your hairy oh, ass. God, every day of my life, every time, you know what, if, no matter what, if you are, if you are coupled with a man at some point, they're going to bend over naked and you're gonna be like, God, it is like a goat. <laughs> you will say it to yourself. Now that I've said it to you, you will be like, God, it really does look like the goat's ass They're just because they're, it is men's naked bodies. Like sometimes like they are very beautiful looking beautiful, but, but then at the wrong angle, you're just like, God, why is there so much ass and thigh and ball? You know, just like there's just something awkward about balls. I don't get it. At some They're point, just... we all go through it where you get a weird angle and you you make a face and you're like, ugh. And, and then they turn around, look at you, you're like, what? And you're like, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. I just I was thinking about something. <laughs> Well, I mean, and the thing is, is I don't think men do that. I think they think women's bodies are so beautiful that they just don't even think about it. What if I was like bent over like full cheek and asshole and then they walked in? Well, they'd just see it as an opportunity. They would be like, oh, would you like to be mounted right now? Okay. I mean, what guy doesn't walk up and like pretend to dry hump you? Like immediately. It just happens. It just happens. And you're just like, stop it. I just was picking up a sock. Anyway, God. <laughs> in reference to spraying, we so we all got the spray tans. I didn't like it personally. And I was the first time I did it. I have really big boobs, but they don't they don't droop, but they are large. And so oh, obviously no. I have to lift mine. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't the first time I didn't know. I stood there like I'm doing a jumping jack. Well, that's what they told you. They're like, stick your hands up in the air like this. Yes. And put your palms to the back or something like right. that. Right. And so just stand there and then let it get. So I did it. And I was like, okay, it was a little cold at first, but I did it. Now, the very first time I got a spray tan, it was perfect. I did the prep work properly. I had shaved every part of my body. The only thing that happened was I had big half moons on my like upper chest, like my rib area because of my boobs. Right. And so I'm like, oh, fuck. So the next time I've got to kind of like hold them and try to find a way to like, you know, do that. But other than that, it was gorgeous. And I loved it. I was like, oh, my God, I love this. So then you go in and you're like, okay, this will be real fun. <laughs> okay. So I went on, I got married on a Friday. So I think I went on like Tuesday or Wednesday that to week, get yeah. mine done. They explained the whole process. You know, put all the lotion on your nails and, you know, all the parts you don't want to get tanned and, you know, all that stuff. We have this, these teeny little thong things on, or I don't even mm. know if I had that. No, I didn't have that on. Cause I'm just like, I, I don't really need that. And so I'm standing there. Same thing. I've got, I've got the shower cap on. I've got my eyes, you know, squinted. I've got like the lotion on my eyebrows. My lips are tucked in, you know, <laughs> like, mm, you know, cause you right. don't want your lips to get tanned. And I was waiting and then all of a sudden you hear this, you know, and then it starts to spray you in the midsection and it's, it's cold. It it wasn't like warm. It was a little cold. And then it just kind of fans you. And I was like, Oh, 
well, it startled me. Yes. And so I started to pee a little bit. Like, I squirted a little pee when it happened. Well, unfortunately, at that point, I still had very soft muscles. And so <laughs> I couldn't stop the stream of urine. And so I peed all over the floor in the tanning yes. suit. Was there a drain? Well, I think there was because they have to be able to hose off the whole area like before the next person because they oh, have to okay. keep it sanitary. At least that's what I tell myself. I just I just remember when it happened because we were all there together. And well, I remember all of a sudden it was, That was you. And so I believe it was Allison that nicknamed me Mystic P because they were yes. called Mystic Tans. Tans, yes. And so she called me Mystic P. Now you're Mystic P because forevermore. Of, but that also because of the P. So I've been called Mystic P basically ever since. Um, just on, you know, rare occasions. But I just still claim that it startled me. And yes. I should have probably drained my bladder i didn't right. realize i had to go that bad i mean actually i didn't even have to go that bad i just had a little urine in my bladder but they have to do next time they get a spray tan or something like that just make sure you don't have to go at all that's all i'm saying uh yeah the only and then what happened is the second time i went back afterward i did not prep as well and so we i did the spray tan and then we went to santa cruz the next day and <laughs> daryl was like what's wrong with your legs and i'm like what are you talking about so the back of my thighs had like tiger stripes because I either did not prep the area correctly or I sat down on a bench too. I think mm -hmm. I sat down on the bench in the tanning place because oh, they had those yeah. wooden teak benches you can sit on. And I left an imprint and, and I was wearing shorts, of course, and we were there for the whole day. And so I'm like, how do I literally bought a sweatshirt and like wrapped it around because it was so apparent. I look like a tiger. It was so embarrassing. I said, you know what? Spray tanning is not for me. I just don't think I can do it. So by the time it was my wedding, we all looked really orange. And we were orange. We were like little tangerines. Yes, in we looked awful. Illy fitted dresses. We looked jaundiced. Overweight. Overweight tangerines. We weren't overweight. Stop it. We were cute. Anyway, and then as far as trying to compensate by buying the stuff at the store, I've had so many horrible experiences with, you know, the lotion and the spray. And it's like, ugh, forget it. If I if I cannot get tan the way I want to get tan, then I'm just going to be pale. I just don't even care. Yeah, the only thing I did one time was, um, oh my God, I forgot about this. I um, When Victor was in Iraq the first time, I was struggling to feel good about my body because I had had Ryan and I just, I had never looked like that before. Right. Because I had been thin my whole life. And so I wasn't used to like having parts that I was just like, God, I don't like this. <laughs> And so I had that, uh, I had read somewhere like, you know, tanned fat looks better than just white fat. And so I'm like, well, maybe I'll just start tanning. And so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, by my work, there was this tanning place not too far. And so I signed up for like a tanning club or something where you had like unlimited tans per month if you paid like a certain fee. Right. And so what I did is on my lunch, I would drive over there. I'd go tan for like, you know, 10 minutes and then I'd come back. I remember when you were doing that. Then I bought this lotion and it was like supposed to enhance the tan. It was like a pigment enhancer. Mm -hmm. 
the first time I used that stuff, I felt like I had little needles like, <gasps> shooting out of my skin. Ooh, it hurt. I was like in there. I was like. <laughs> in fact, I think I, I did like the emergency button because I'm like, I can't handle this. And oh. then I looked in the mirror and like my whole face and body, my skin was like red and blotchy. Oh my and I God. went back to the office and everyone's like, are you okay? You look a little flushed. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. It's just, it's just hot outside. What, what does it do? Does it like open your pores or something? So I think what it's supposed to do is it's just supposed to uh, like draw blood to your skin oh, like faster. Jeez. And and cause your pigment to turn darker faster. That seems dangerous. <laughs> well, and I got like the low, like I didn't even get like the ultra or anything like jeez. that. I just got like the regular and I'm just like, holy shit. And I'm like, how do these people there's like people who tan like all the time yeah. that are like dark and they use like the ultra high no, you no, know, crazy no. low stuff i'm like your skin must be like freaking shoe leather so bad how do you even deal with that tanning is bad enough as it is you know and you know what's funny i always think about this you know there was a time when being tan was a sign of being poor and that rich people were were very pale because they weren't out working and that only poor people were thin and tan isn't that hilarious how it's really? changed yeah i wasn't trying to look like you know like a bleached blonde, no. you know, like freaking brown skin, tan, crazy person. I just was trying to, you know, have some color, right? You know, right. And so, so that way I didn't look like I, you know, worked all day. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I gave up on the tanning eventually because it was just, it was just such a hassle. It is a hassle. And you, it's like a life, like it's like a lifestyle after a while. Well, not just that. After you're done, you have to clean up your own <laughs> glass thing. And I'm like, why am I even? paying for this crazy it's crazy all right well anyway with all of that being said we're going to do some ugly and awkward moments of the week tanning edition which is why i mentioned our feeble attempts at tanning we just you know there are certain things that we just shouldn't do and i think tanning is one of them not i mean I, other people can do it but i personally am not very successful in that area so i'm just like eh, whatever okay so here's the first story i once went to a tanning bed with some friends the lady at the desk asked do you have any eyewear and i said yes she then said is it on you i need to see it Thinking this was weird, I said yes and went around. <laughs> Did she put them on? <laughs> said yes and went around the counter to show her. This entire time, I thought she was saying, "Do you have any underwear? Is it on you?" <laughs> I proceeded to partially pull my pants down so she could see my underwear. She looked at me in disbelief while my friends were laughing, and the woman yelled, "No!" I said, "I wear." I didn't have any eyewear. <laughs> yeah, actually, I even had my own little like. Yeah, goggles. those little figure eights. Those little things that you put on your nose and they just like, you know. <laughs> those little spoons. Like little eye bugs. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's, a, that's funny. Uh, this one, and this reminded me of you, and this is why we're talking about this. I was getting a spray tan, and once I got naked to get into the machine, I realized I had to pee. Same problem. She had the same problem, I bet. Okay, but on, couldn't put my clothes back on because the mist machine was on a timer and I would miss it. Exactly. I went to the booth and tried to hold it in, but I ended up peeing in the machine the second the spray hit my body. 
Of course. I finished the tan and came out of the machine so I could clean it up. I had lines running down my legs from the pee for the rest of the week. <gasps> oh, that's like a, that's a slow stream. I must be a hard pisser or something. <laughs> you must be like a, like a horse. Gee, well, I mean, how close were her legs? I don't know. Mine were spread pretty far apart. Jeez. What does that say when she says spread your legs and I'm just like fucking, you know, spreading them <laughs> like I'm about to get laid? <laughs> well, no, but even if you do that, if there was, what if it was just a dribble? Then it would just like, it just kind of come out the side and just kind of slowly roll down your leg. But if you have to pee pee, it's going to be a stream. So, or you just had a baby and it just falls out like you're having another baby, like a just, waterfall, you know, like, <laughs> like your your urethra's vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> totally, God, projectile vomiting urine. Oh God, our vaginas are such a pain in the ass. They really are. Okay, well that's all I have for today. Yeah. Well, thanks for the letters. That was awesome. And mm -hmm. uh, I loved the uh, ugly and awkward moments. That was great, too. Father's Day is coming up. And actually, I was on the Amazon page the other day. And they do have a section on four gifts or gifts for or just gifts, I guess. For dad. Called. I didn't see any for dad. Maybe it's there now. Mm. It just it's at the top and it says gifts. And then you click on it and then it lets you select like for who and it's like for oh, him. Okay. And then it has like a price range. And they had some really cool stuff, like very cool. creative thinking things that you wouldn't normally think of. Cool. And then, um, so be sure to do that because it's going to sneak up. I think it's on the 17th, we decided. Yeah. Anyways, all right, friends, thanks for joining us. Uh, we will see you on Sunday. And Sunday. Um, enjoy your week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.